Hello, you've reached the Storied Human Podcast, hosted by me, Lynn Thompson. Each week, I share a story, either an interview with someone fascinating or a short solo from me. I love your stories, and I learn so much from them. Hopefully, you will too. So welcome. If you are new here, I'm so happy to have you. If you are a returning listener, many thanks. So here it is, the next episode of The Storied Human. Hello, and welcome to The Storied Human. I'm Lynn Thompson, and I'm really excited today because I get to interview Karma Reese. She's a pretty impressive woman who has, she's a self-improvement speaker. She's a podcast host personality. She has her own podcast called Complexity. She actually does wear a lot of hats. So I can't wait to hear about how she got involved in all this, um, what she really enjoys about it, and her journey, because we, we, we're all about the story on The Storied Human. So welcome, Karma. It's great to have you here. Hey, how are you doing? I'm glad to be here. Beautiful Saturday morning. Yes, yes. It's really how good. How are you going Good. I just had an interview before you, and it was really inspiring. Um, oh, wow. A guy... Mm-hmm. he ran when he was in high school and now he, he found himself like super busy doing all this stuff and he got into um, something called Spartan Spartan? Challenges so it's Spartan? like you are? no but I high school um, graduate uh, oh that's so cool yeah. you're a Spartan <laughs> so it's almost like army training he said there's like barbed wire and mud and it's like one of those really rough but, but it's great and so from there he just he just continued and trained. And I think when people tell that kind of story, it inspires people like me to be more active and just, it inspires other people to do stuff. Maybe they, they never tried. So I love talking to that. I love everybody's story, but I super love when somebody does something inspirational like that, and then chooses to tell other people because he has an inspired to run podcast and he tells other people. So it sounds like you're like that too. Like you share. I am. As my, as a matter of fact, my model is each one teach one. So I, I keep yes. that. That's my motto all day. Yes. That's the sweetness part, you know, like it's great to learn stuff and you feel good doing it, but when you can share it, that's the icing on the cake. Well, so you're all about you that. Right. I, well, I always say also when you go through difficulties, right? Mm-hmm. My whole thing is like, why did I go through it if I can't share it and help someone else? Because maybe they don't have to go through it as bad as I did, you know? Yeah. And it makes, you, it makes you feel better. So I met you on one of those um, really cool podcast groups. Why don't you tell me how you got started with your podcast? I love these podcasting. stories. Okay, so I got started with podcasting way back. I think it's like 2016, 17, I'm going to say. Early started, yeah. Yeah. It was just basically me venting. Because I had no one to talk to. I'm, I'm kind of one of those people you call a loner. Um, I keep to myself. So I really didn't have like, too many people to talk to. So I was like, okay, so let's go ahead and do a podcast. So I did a personal podcast just telling my story. But then I started thinking, these stories are going to be useful for my kids, my grandkids, and after that, you know, so they will know you know, about my life. And then I started getting into, well, why don't I teach people what I do? You know, and at the time I was a, a virtual assistant, so I would help people get, you know, I help people with their business virtually. And um, I would give them 15 minutes of tips 
Well, as now, in 2022, I decided to go ahead and open a podcast that's called The Karma of It All. The reason for that podcast was because I had went through a divorce and I had to talk, I had more stuff to say to somebody. So I started doing podcasting in 2022 and um, the, the karma of it all has been going on since then. What I do is I interview some people about their traumatic, uh, karmic and um, real hectic relationships that they got out of. And listening, like you said earlier, listening to their story could help someone else get out of their situation. So that's my number one main thing. And then I started to tone it down to where I give five tips weekly if you're trying to heal from a karmic, toxic, or traumatic situation, relationship. And relationships are broad. Relationships are for uh, work, you know, family, friends, however you want to put it, relationship with people, period. So that was my my goal. And that's how I got started. And I have, I'm still going. Right now we're on a vacation. We got um, another week and a half of vacation, and then we'll be back. Nice. It's good to take a break. Yeah, I I switched mine to every other week, and I feel so relieved. During the summer, you know, it's just, it's a little hard to do it every week and come up with enough people. And I do solos, too. I've, I've had to because I just didn't have enough interviews. I love the five tips thing. I think that's so cool. Because people don't have a lot of time, but you can get a lot of good information in five tips. That is really cool. So I love also that you evolved, like you went through the divorce, you're going to use that to help people. I just like your approach. So you started off in like 2016 or 2017, and then you added a podcast in 2022. Do you have a third one, did you say? I do. (laughs) My third one is basically Earth Messenger number 47. And that podcast is pretty much about I get channeled messages. I am also a tarot reader. I am a spiritualist, um, empath, clairvoyant, clairaudient. I'm, I'm on the list. <laughs> so, I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah, I'm so really so sensitive. Yeah. To help people, I do um, a week, oh, every two weeks, bi-weekly reading, and I do every Tuesday, I do a love reading. This is just general just so people can get clarity in what situation they're in. I do uh, my sex capades on Saturday. I know it's kind of um, sex capades. <laughs> <laughs> so it is not, it's not all out there because you right. have to be a member to have sex capades because that's, that's something, you know. That's yeah, that's smart. But mm-hmm. that's info that people need. So it's good you're doing right. that. Right, yeah. exactly. So that's why I did um, my channel messages because the dreams and the, the constant coming, the constant messages that I was receiving, I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? And he was like, I need you to do a reading and put it out there on the podcast. So I started that this year in January. And I just keep going, I keep going, I keep going because the messages do not stop. It helps somebody. So you opened like, it sounds like you opened a channel and now you get messages all the time. When did that start? Oh, when I was a baby baby. So I was most, a baby people, most people say their whole life, right? That's so cool. But we did, I did not catch on to what everything was until I was 44 years old. Then I realized what was going on around me that was not supposed to be going on, but was supposed to be going on, so I had to open my eyes and see what was going on, you see? So when I found that out, I really 
really went into solitude uh, because it was a family that was really doing it. Like I said, I had no friends. The only people I had was family. And when I found out what family was doing, I had to separate myself from that as well. So I do do one-on-one um, -on -one and group workshops for people who are healing and coming out of situations such as like I was. Um, I do that every quarter. Yeah, every quarter. So I do one that improving your like uh, empowerment for you to improve yourself. And then I do one that is a healing workshop that is only lasts a day and it helps in it helps you gain clarity in your healing or what you're supposed to be doing as you heal. But yes, I love to reach people and I love to help people. I sit on the phone a lot <laughs> with people who have problems and I listen. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You're like a natural healer. You really are. So when you were little, like, what was different for you? Did you hear or see? Oh, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> Here it comes. Okay. So when I was young, okay, I was supposedly born with sickle cell anemia. I don't know if you even know what that is. It's a blood disease. I do. Okay. It's not fun. So right? I have sickle cell anemia. And uh, when I hit 12, I ended up in a coma. I find that that coma was a reason for my karma because of the, it's a long story. I really don't want to go into it. But um, it was somebody that I was being really rude to. And about a week later, I ended up in a coma. I lost my hearing in my left ear. Okay. I had 80% of my hearing in my right ear. And I came out of the um, coma with this, this scar on my arm here. It's a major scar on my arm. Um, I know all the spiritual reasons for all of that, but I, I, it's people would be like, what? You could nah. <laughs> so if you, if you're, if you're really into spiritualism and you really believe in the other side, then you wouldn't have a problem with what I had to say. But yeah, um, I had to go, so I came into a family, I was in a family, my family, I hope they still my family, but, um, they, they were, uh, my parents were divorced, uh, they were abusive you know, in the household and things like that. But um, I overcame all of that stuff. I did everything that I had to do. I had two beautiful kids. I have a 26-year-old uh, son who has two boys. He's a grand of uh, my grandsons. I have a 16-year-old daughter. I did what everybody said I wasn't supposed to do. And I made it up. So I don't know. <laughs> Why did you try to hold me back? Because I already knew that I was going to do something. Yeah. Yeah, you could tell. Right. So how long were you in the coma? I was in coma, I believe my mother said it was two weeks. I spent six months in the hospital. I came out and I had to do a lot of, I guess what they call rehab, but I don't yeah. think that's what it was. Because the reason why I say that is because I ended up in a special. You see, I don't know, most people have seen Stranger Things. Yes. And when she's in that, that building by herself, yeah. you know, she has the father and all that. That's kind of like what I had to go through. Yeah. For being in like that, but they kept saying that, oh, we're just testing you to see if it, no, 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 I was testing me for something else. I know, but I can't really speak too much on it because it is a lot, you know, <laughs> but it was about two weeks that I was in the coma that I guess that's what my mother told me. Two weeks. Oh my God, that's a long time. Now, how long were you in that special place, the rehab? Uh, that was uh, about six months or so, because they wanted to see what I knew, how I seen what I saw, 
you know, they wanted, they was probing big time. So they wanted to get deep into, well, she was in a coma. And then, yeah, it was a lot. That's, that's a lot to go through. Now, how old were you when that happened? I was, well. You were young. Oh, my God. So you must have really related to Stranger Things because she was only 11. Oh, girl, yeah. You, I mean, you got the sweater, child, yes. <laughs> I know. I was crazy for No, no. I was crazy for that show. I totally get it. We, we were, like, mm. hanging on every episode, my husband and I, and we couldn't wait for it to come back. It's yes. inspired. It's so fun, and it's so, like, weird, but in a great way. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So I see that you kind of brought it together and you have these podcasts. You're very busy and you're healing and helping people. What does that feel like? Like, what does your everyday feel like? I'm on my life purpose right now. Yeah. All this time that my family and friends were, well, not my family, but family and them was trying to keep me from speaking out about what happened to me. Because I ended up being molested and raped. I was a, um, oh I know all of that stuff happened. All of this I am stuff so sorry. No, that's, I was even a sex slave. So all of that stuff happened to me. I have to carry all this. I can't go to mom. Mom's like, yeah, yeah, it's all good, whatever. But in all reality, yeah. she was a part of the cause, you know? So, oh. Yeah, it's just a lot of stuff, but I keep persevering, and that is what they want to stop. I'm not going to stop. You told me to shut up. Oh, why? You know, I'm one of those rebellious, rebellious child. That's what, that's what my mother called me. I'm very rebellious. You always rebel against me, because what you're saying is right. You told me to shut up about something that happened to me, and when I said something, well, other women... Well, other women said the same thing happened to them. So that man had to go to prison. And you can't be mad at me because I, I finally opened my mouth. That made them want to open their mouth. Don't kill the messenger, right? Don't kill that the messenger. <laughs> That's so good that you that you help those women, that they heard your message and that that awful man went to prison. Because this stuff happens all the time. And women don't come forward. Good for you. So how did you get past that? Like, I'm amazed that you're spirit as your your strength are you like me are you just stubborn like i just won't <laughs> give up i just won't give up i will not i will i'll say it i might even say it. man forget this i'm not gonna do this because i did 10 years 10 years i was an event planner for 10 years every cool. single event that i did i had to do it on my own i didn't get much help at all I would always end back up in the hospital because of the stress, which caused the sickle cell crisis. But I always made sure that the event came popping out. You know, it always made it. But I'd be like, no, I'm not doing this no more. And here we are, another year later. Speaking of which, we have a new event coming up. You know, it always was like that. I always say I'm going to stop, but then I never do because I feel like he's telling me, I need you to do this. I got other things that we got to do. We got other people we have to say, and we can't be sitting here not doing work. So I do it, and it makes me feel good because when I do it, people notice. And when they notice and they take heed and they're like, oh, wow, that's something I thought about, but I couldn't really bring it to grasp. But you helped me to see that, you know, and that's right there. That's all the payment I need. I do not need big bucks, big dollar bills for that. Somebody's Right. It's not materialistic for me. It's all about love and unity and just teaching others so that yeah. the future will know. Yeah. I had a hunch that you'd be a great interview, but you don't, I have a, a little tip for you is that you need to put yourself out there in a different way, maybe. Because I know people were questioning you like, well, what's your, 
you know, I saw on the group, people were like, well, what is your thing? Or what do you do? And you were like a little bit like, well, I do a lot of things. And I think it's wonderful what you do. And I think you should name it. I think you should name it because it's very powerful what you do. And I just had a hunch that there was a good story there. It is. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I really wish I could. I'm, I'm, I, want, I want to get out more. I just need to, yeah. to get to my soul tribe. Yeah. I just meant like, if you would have, like, I'm very intuitive. So I had a feeling that I would like you and that we could talk. But those other people just wanted to know a little bit more about what you do. And what you do is so powerful that I might have, you know, you know how they say an elevator pitch, just like you said to me, like what you are, you know, like just have a little pitch because people need to hear what you have to say. You know, it's really important. Yeah. And I totally agree with you. When you have this, the strength and the courage to speak out, you never know which one of your listeners needed to hear that. Like yeah. that's what, when you're compelled by spirit, that's why, because someone's out there needing it so bad, that message, and you don't even know who you help and you yeah. help a lot of people. So I feel like you're on the path. I feel like in spite of that terrible rough start, that somehow you found the courage to get on the path, the spiritual path that you're on now. That there's quite a story. I don't even know the strength that you had to get through all that. I make no moves unless he tells me to. Period. Yes. That's it. You're connected. Yep. That's it. I'm getting more like that. I think the problem is we're not taught that that's real. So when we're little, we just discount stuff that happens. You know? Well, we depend on who has to take care of us. Exactly. Even we if we are right or wrong. You know? No matter what, that's our reality. Yeah, very true. Yeah. And my in my family, I was raised pretty you know it was pretty normal but not really because my dad you know he drank and that we just kind of accepted that but now as I look back because I'm older now I say that really was um tough you know and we just that was our reality and in my family and believe me I didn't identify this until recently but in my family it was there was a lot of fear like I always thought having your own business would be really cool. Mm -hmm. And my family would tell me stories about, well, so-and-so had their own business and you know, they lost their shirt and blah, blah, blah. And so I was raised, like they're trying to protect you, right? They tell you that mm -hmm. stuff because they're trying to protect you. But it's really like a scarcity failure mindset, right? Uh, it's yeah. like, you can't do this. You know, we, we're not the kind of people that can do this. And they don't understand like, I think what it took me this long to understand that failure is just a time to pivot, to, to switch. You just keep going. Failure is a stepping stone along your path, right? It doesn't mean like my family kind of taught you like, well, you tried this thing and it didn't work. So don't, it's not for you. And that, I never identified that. And that, that can really hold you back, right? Yeah. And I don't think you see things that way. I think you see like, if it doesn't work exactly the way you think you're going to, you're going to channel more information. You're going to figure out where you should go and you just keep going. That's it. You That's wonderful. So what's in the future for you? Do you feel like you have a sense of where you're going? In the future, I'm going to help more people. And I'm going to be doing a lot more traveling, getting out of my comfort zone, my community, start getting into other people's community. That's why I'm going to come invade your community. <laughs> but yes, I'm a lot more that I, lot more teaching, a lot more help that I need to be getting out there. I think I see you doing bigger in-person workshops. I, I think you're really inspirational. Yeah. And you got to, 
you feel pulled to do that and probably pushed by your by your um channeling you guys yeah yep yeah and that's that's always good like to get that inspiration so now what do your kids think of all this my kids yeah they love me um my son does have a little issue with I don't believe in the cards and I don't believe in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't ready yet. You ain't ready yet. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. He's not ready yet. He hasn't gotten his awakening yet. My daughter, we are weird because my daughter can read my thoughts and I can read her thoughts. She'll be at school one day and then she'll come home and I'll be like, so who said, who said that um, they turned in the wrong paper? You heard that <laughs> I'm like, oh, so well, you can turn it on paper. No, it was my friend, and I was trying to help her. And I oh, okay, I just want to know. So she can't get in trouble. <laughs> you can't get in trouble. I, I love that. I had a little bit of that with my own mom and a lot of other things. Like, I had dreams of my mother's childhood home, and I could describe it in detail. And she's like, how can you know that? Yes. So there's a connection sometimes between children and, and the yeah. parent. Definitely, and that, definitely. that was really great. But I lost my mom, like, oh. um, in my early 40s. And I had, you know, I had kids late, so I had little kids. So that was tough. But I've learned to turn that around, too, to help people. So I talk a lot about grief, yeah. how to get through it, what not to do, you know, because, you know, I like to be alone, too. But I was alone too much. Like, I, yeah. I just, your impulse is to be by yourself, you know, like sort of like a dog you know sits in the corner and licks th- their wounds but that's not good to get through grief you gotta force yourself to get out there and be with people i think in healing myself you know i can help again you want to help others you say well i went through this what's the point of going through this if i can't tell people like hey here's what i learned that's that's the complete cycle right you just you just feel so much better that you shared it yeah you do it's a weight off your shoulders. Oh, I needed to say that. Like if somebody got arrested and they did the crime and they kept saying, you know, you know, snitches get stitches, blah, blah, blah. But then they finally let it loose and be like, oh, oh woo, that feels good. Yeah. It it, 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 There's it, nothing it, like that. There's nothing like when you help someone with what you learned. Nothing. And that is, I really think you're on a mission. And I really like it. So is there anything else you want to tell my listeners? Anything else you want them to know? Well, if you're interested, check me out. Um, The podcast is the karma of it all. We're all about each one, teach one here, because you have to remain true to yourself. Don't be out there teaching, and then you turn into somebody. You got to remain true to you. you, And um, check out the other podcast, which is Earth Messenger number 47, and I am all over social media as complexity, K-A-R-M-P-L-E-X-I-T-Y. And why is that? Because complexity, life is full of karma, and it can be confusing. Complexity it is. <laughs> That's so good. I'll put that in the show notes. I can't thank you enough for sharing with me. It was really cool. Ooh, no problem. I appreciate being on the show. Yeah. It was really good. Definitely. It's good to connect with people who are like-minded, you know. It's amazing how that happens, too, because you never know. You know, you never really know who's actually a lot like you, Yeah, which is cool. 